Welcome to the Green Up Possibilities podcast, empowering you with information about what is possible, improbable, and nearly impossible with money. Brought to you by Green Up Wealth Management. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Tony Schmidt, President and CEO at Green Up Wealth Management. As we start the new year, many of us are setting our personal goals or New Year's resolutions. This is obviously a great start, but statistically, very few of us actually follow through and accomplish these goals. At GreenUp, we are committed to helping you become the best version of yourself. So we have brought on a guy that's as good as anyone I've seen with practicing skill, discipline, and achieving team and personal goals. Today, I'm excited to have Will Grumke. Will is the Director of Education at First Form. GreenUp's corporate wellness partner and a true industry leader in nutrition and the supplement space. Even bigger and seeing things firsthand, I would say First Form is truly one of the country's leaders at changing people's lives. Will, welcome, my friend. Hey, thank you, Tony. This will be fun. I'm excited for this topic and uh, honored to have an opportunity to share and see what we can do to help people out. Yeah, this is great. I've been following Will for about two years now, and to be able to do this in person with him, is pretty exciting. So thanks for joining us. Of course. Well, before we get into the New Year's resolution and goal side of things, let's give everyone a little background. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, for sure. My, I'll say my journey, I'll keep the short version here, is uh, typical for a lot of people, I think, where you grow up in a household that maybe doesn't have the best nutrition uh, protocols, you know, kind of just eating what is cheap and convenient and, you know, just trying to figure it out on the fly and, uh, you know, became overweight. And through the process of losing weight, I uh, lost about 50 pounds the first time and it didn't stick because I did a lot of the wrong things, you know, starve yourself and just run a lot. And, you know, hopefully it's a numbers game and, and the scale will move. And it did. But I, uh, you know, I didn't look the way that I wanted. I definitely didn't feel that way. And so I thought, man, there's got to be a better way, you know, because then I would kind of rebound and yo-yo diet and just stress about food all the time. And so started researching, started you know, looking into things, started figuring out, you know, protein's role and kind of some of the baseline stuff that now we get a chance to help people with every single day and started getting better and better results. And part of that process was walking into a supplement superstores here and, you know, adding in some protein powders and supplements and they took care of me. And when I was going through school to be a teacher, because my passion is in the education field and empowering people through education, I'll say the stars started to align. Uh, the dots started to be connected. And I was like, man, well, maybe I can help people with nutrition. Maybe I can help people with working out now because it's made such an impact on my life. And so had an opportunity to start there, uh, worked my way, you know, up through that system a little bit after being low man on the totem pole and moved to first form in 2015 uh, and have been here ever since. So uh, working for Andy, working a part of the team of a little over 10 years now. And, uh, you know, as you said, director of education, oversee our app and uh, just, again, honored to be have an opportunity to share. Yeah, that's really cool. And being someone that's here in St. Louis and seeing the impact that Supplement Superstores has in the community and on people. And then just the fact that you started ground level, have moved your way through there because of your hard work and your, really just the impact you're having on people. And now you're not only having it on first forms customers directly, but on their whole team and their families and stuff too is, is really cool. Well, yeah, it, it's awesome. You know, and I think, you know, one of the things that I'll just say here in the beginning is that, you know, I'm a normal guy, you know, and I try to explain that to people. And especially now that, you know, maybe people start following me or, 
you know, look at where I'm at. They're like, oh, well, that's just kind of how Will is. And it's like, no, not really. You know, I grew up and again, because I was overweight, I was very self-conscious. I had little to no confidence. You know, I didn't really think too much of myself. I didn't have any discipline. And so over the last 10 years and, and even a little bit in college, I started to really have to dial things in just mentally and physically. But, you know, say 10, 12 years, you know, working on it, not being perfect, but have built better discipline, built a stronger mindset, built a better physique, built, you know, a healthier lifestyle, uh, one, you know, decision at a time. And again, it hasn't always been a perfect yeah. decision, but hey, it uh, it's progress. And uh, that's just one of the things I hope most people can understand of like, hey, you can do it too. Well, that's cool. And we're definitely going to come back to that a little bit later. But just to give everyone some perspective, what was your weight when you first started this process? Uh, so when I first started, it was like 220 pounds and it was 220 pounds of bad weight. I didn't have a whole lot of muscle. Uh, I wasn't working out at all. I was just fat. And so lost 50 pounds and then, you know, got down to, you know, 170, actually a little bit below that, but I looked flabby. I didn't look like the way that I wanted to or the way that I thought I wasn't performing well in the gym for the little bit of working out that I'd been doing. And I was like, man. Like I just lost all this weight, but I don't look yeah. any different. I feel worse, you know, or I look different. I'm just smaller. So that was my biggest, uh, you know, weight loss at one time. Uh, it took me a little over three months. And then since then, yo-yo dieted, you know, sure. we'd go up a little bit, down a little bit, up a little bit, down a little bit. Uh, but, you know, through that process of, you know, built muscle and, um, you know, been able to maintain a level of leanness that I, I'm okay with and be able to perform with doing some marathons and some weightlifting and a little bit of everything. Well, and that's what I wanted to get to. So you started at, you know, north of 200 pounds. And then I believe it was last year. I think you said you told one person and you just decided to pick up and run around the building. How far did you actually run? Yeah, I ran a hundred miles around the building. Um, uh, yeah, it was actually, you know, almost about two years ago at this point. And yeah. uh, up until that time, hadn't really done a whole lot of uh, running or purposeful training for it. But over that 10 year journey, had gone from, you know, running a mile and crying, you know, the very first time to then, you know, a 5k to a 10k to eventually someone challenged me to a half marathon. And it's like, oh, I can never do that. And then I did it. And it's like, wow, you really start opening up your eyes of what's possible yeah. and redefining your limits. Cause I'm like, I'm not a runner. I don't look like a runner. I'm a big kid. You <laughs> right. know, like that is, that is not my specialty. But again, it's just the power of like, okay, you know, not, allowing you to limit yourself or believe, you know, the expectations that other people put on you. And it's like, well, I don't know. I'll just see how far I can go. And so then it became a marathon and then a, a 50 K, which is 32 miles. And then, all right, a hundred miles. 100. We're going to go for it. That is cool. I remember watching that on social media and I was like, this dude is an absolute animal. And as I've got to know you a little bit, it's really cool to, to kind of learn more firsthand about that journey. And to your point, Anyone can do it for sure. with the right mindset and the right commitment. So, well, as we talk about that, you work with people on setting goals daily and your team is helping literally tens of thousands of people daily. In your eyes, how do you view New Year's resolutions? This is something that my view on New Year's resolutions has changed for a while there, I was like, oh man, you know, New Year's resolutions is just an opportunity for people to sell themselves that they're going to do something that they're never going to do. However, through the years of helping people that actually do stick with that New Year's resolution or people that just stick with their goal at all, 
I am all for whatever it takes to motivate someone to start making a positive change in their life. Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes, you know, the idea of motivation now gets uh, villainized from the fitness industry or people where they're like, oh, you just need discipline. You don't need motivation, blah, blah. Or, you know, don't do it because you want to look better, do it for your health. And it's like, hey, I started, you know, just because I wanted girls to like me, right? Totally. Like, hey, Absolutely. I was just like, I am fat. And if I lose weight, girls are going to like me. And okay. So like, that was my motivation and it, it got me started. Now my motivation is way different now, right? But that's okay. It got me out of the door. It got me running. It got me moving. And so I am at this point all for it as long as there is positive action that follows up. Because if you make a resolution or you make a goal or you make anything and then you don't do anything to change, well, that's where it can have a negative impact on your confidence yeah, because sure. you're not doing what it is that you said you're going to do. So of course you're going to feel stressed. Of course you're going to feel anxious. Of course you're going to be like, oh, I can't do it. Well, that's because you're literally not doing anything. So that's my view now. I'm all for it. If it gets people the motivation that they need to move forward. Yeah. It's, the old saying, getting started is the hardest part. I don't know if it's the hardest part, but yeah. I mean, it's the most important part, right? Uh -huh. And it so is. whatever's going to get you there. And it's something we talk about internally at GreenUp is making sure that our actions are aligning with our words because mm -hmm. words are words. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to actions. For sure. Will, you've been doing this for years, working in the app, now leading up that team. What are the goals that you see people typically set this time of year? Yeah. Uh, number one goal is some sort of weight loss goal. Yeah. Right. Like that, that is still the number on the scale is still the number one goal. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, I, I'm all for it. If that helps someone get moving forward. Right. Because, you know, just like anything, you can adjust and change a little bit as you go. And yeah. so if it's a weight loss goal of, Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds or 50 pounds or whatever. Okay. To even be more specific, uh, a very popular goal with females is, hey, I want to weigh what I weighed in high school, right? Okay. Now, when you really start thinking about that, that's unrealistic for a lot of us because mm -hmm. just of natural muscle growth and sure. things like that, like you are going to weigh more. However, if that is the idea that gets people moving forward, sweet, let's go from there. And then as we're progressing, thinking about, okay, is there maybe an ideal body composition or a look or a thing that you want to do or, you know, or a person that you want to look like, cool, let's work for that. Or maybe it's, Hey, all right, now that we're losing some weight, we're moving in the right direction. Is it, Hey, I just, you know, I want to be able to keep up with my kids or, Hey, I want to be able to coach, yeah. you know, my son's soccer team and be able to run on the field or, Hey, you know what? Next year, some of my buddies are going hiking or they're doing this and I want to be able to go. Cool. All right. Well, let's, let's make that the goal then. Uh, but still without a doubt, the number one goal, for a New Year's resolution, or especially this time of year, is typically a weight loss number on the scale type goal. Yeah, that makes sense. And it doesn't surprise me with that answer. And, you know, I think so many goals probably come out of that, right? Because someone's now feeling better, so they're more confident, and then they believe they can actually do a lot of other things. I'd say that's kind of like the gateway into a lot. For sure. It's a slippery slope in a good way. Yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of people that succeed, and there's people that don't. Mm-hmm. When you look at the people that actually succeed, what do you believe are the keys to helping them with that success and accomplishing those goals? Yeah. So there, there's a couple things. So I'll kind of highlight a big picture here and then we'll kind of break them down a little bit. I think there's multiple approaches to anything, right? Just like there's a lot of different ways you could do a nutrition plan to get in, uh, get results. And what I mean by that is 
you know, some people feel, hey, you got to just do everything, like cut all the bad stuff out, cold turkey, and go all in and take all these massive actions. And then the other camp is, okay, well, let's start with one. You know, whether that's one good decision, one habit swap, one substitution, one whatever, okay? Sometimes those two camps of people, you know, they argue with each other Mm -hmm. which way is the right way. At the end of the day, either one can work, okay, if the individual is willing to do that, right? So I think, uh, you know, figuring out what that is for you. Now, what I also will say is an underlying principle that everybody needs to understand is the expectation and the reality that it is going to be uncomfortable and it is going to be hard because that is change, right? And what happens is people, you know, hey, I I, want to lose weight, blah, 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 right? And they don't mentally prepare themselves that it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be hard and and it's going to require a lot of change and effort and they're going to be frustrated. So they're not ready for that when it happens, right? And so when they're not ready for it, okay, well, fatigue, right? In this case, mental fatigue makes a coward out of all of us. So then they resort back to their old ways, right? They resort back to what's comfortable. They resort back to whatever it is, okay? And the other part of that is there's a, a lot of psychological research that the di- that stress can be the difference between expectation and reality. So if you just tell yourself it's going to be hard out of the gate, right, and it's going to be extremely hard, well, then when it's difficult and not extremely hard, it's just difficult. Hey, it's not that bad, right? You don't have that stress. But when people go into it, and I'm guilty of it, that's why I yo-yo dieted, right? Because I was like, oh, man, I got the perfect plan. This is going to be great. You know, I'm going to stick to it. And then the first sign that you fall off a little bit or something doesn't go according to plan. Like, you know, you can't get that workout in because X, Y, Z, whatever. And then you just, you come unglued. The slide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's like, man, if you just have the expectation that it's going to be hard, you're going to be uncomfortable, but that is a part of change. It's like when we change anything, it feels weird the first little bit. For sure. But if you can get through that first two weeks, of like habits. Now in two weeks here, you can earn some results, So, but you're not going to be night and day difference in two weeks, but two weeks to really start getting comfortable with the new habits, new routines, blah, 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 or new actions, I should say, because they're not habits yet, but new actions. It's not as uncomfortable. It's still going to be challenging. You're still going to have to make the right decisions. You're still going to have to work on it, but you can start building that momentum in that short of amount of time by yeah. just, Hey, I'm doing the best that I can. Might not be perfect, but I'm doing the best that I can in this moment. And well, I think something that you pointed out of it gets difficult and we all know society loves to look down upon when things get tough, right? They want, they want to make everything convenient. And I think that's where it's so important to making sure that you are incubated with the right types of people and information around you, whether it's reading the right books, making sure you're following the right people on social media, because we are you know, the company we keep. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, a hundred percent agree. You know, just similar to, uh, you know, your body is made up by the food that you consume, right? Well, your, your brain is made up by the information that you consume, right? Compared to like your point of, all right, who do we follow on social media? What do we listen to? Right. Also, who do we talk to? Who do we hang around with? What do they talk about? It influences us at every single level. And, You know, something that I learned a long time ago is actually one of the things that Andy taught me was, you know, everybody can have an opinion. However, you get to choose whose opinion you listen to and what opinion matters. And and what he would say is, okay, look at that individual's life. Do you want to live that person's life? Yeah. Right. And whether, okay, look at that person's, you know, health. 
All right. Well, for me, you know, I would have friends or family members or whatever that would, you know, poke fun at me for wanting to eat, you know, strawberries as a dessert rather than a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. Right. And then I look and I'm like, well, you know what? I don't really want to look like my uncle. That's yeah, the truth. For sure. I love my uncle. However, his opinion doesn't matter to me yeah, anymore. Absolutely. And in the beginning, that's really hard. Yeah. Cause you think like, oh man, I just, you know, I want people to like me. I, I want, you know, my family to accept me. I want my friends. But the truth is we all evolve, right? And we all change. And, you know, when you can kind of lean into that a little bit. And again, that's part of that uncomfortability yeah. that like, it's going to be hard. It is going to cause change in your life. But if you're committed to enduring that and committed to at least pushing your limits and having that conversation or that mental thought process with yourself, like, hey, you can get through it. But you're exactly right. Like you have to be willing to audit what it is that you listen to and make the decision for yourself. That's a big thing I picked up when I was doing 75 hard the first time is reading the 10 pages every day, personal development, nonfiction. And that's something I still do today. I'm reading one of Gary Vee's books right now. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we're consuming the right information and surrounding ourselves by the right people, because at some point we're going to veer off a bit. And if you're getting the wrong information around the wrong types of people, you're going to go back to your old ways typically. Oh, without a doubt. Because uh, again, it's just, it's more comfortable doing that, right? Um, that's what you're used to. And, um, you know, I think one of the things to, you know, talk about here is when you're going to make a change, right? It's putting your ego aside and being willing yeah. to learn. Yeah. Um, you know, especially because everything that we know to this point, we have learned, right? Like, nobody, yeah, right. nobody Good is born knowing what to eat or what not to eat or how to work out or, whatever the case may be, how to manage their finances or what to spend money on or what, like literally anything. We have all learned it to your point, good or bad. Yeah. And so understanding, all right, well, this is where I'm at in my life. If I want to make a change, well, I'm going to have to think of things differently. I'm going to have to do things differently. I'm going to have to learn new information mm -hmm. and see what else is out there, right? Because, you know, I forgot who does it, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yep, absolutely. So it's so true that these basic, simple principles apply in every area of our life. And so part of that, you know, hey, I want to make a change or New Year's resolution. Like you have to be mentally prepared and willing to put the ego aside. You don't know everything. You're not the world's best at whatever it is. <laughs> and you have to be willing to learn, you know, from other people, from people's experiences, to your point, to books, whatever that is. You have to be willing to learn so you can apply that in a different way and therefore get a different result. Yeah, I absolutely love that, Will. That's great. You know, sometimes we got to get out of our own way. Be humble. And then once we're humble, then you submit to the process. Mm -hmm. So let's break it down a little bit from there. When we're setting these goals, what are the keys to setting goals appropriately? And maybe what are the areas to stay away from? Because I, I really respect your opinion here. And I mean, I think you are an expert in this area. Well, I don't know if I'm an expert, uh, but I, I can tell you, I... I have set a lot of bad goals myself. I've set a lot of good goals myself. Uh, and I help a lot of people with their goals. And again, a, a simple acronym that I get, you know, people started with. And a lot of people, again, they have heard this, but it's not just if we've heard it, it's are we actually applying it, right? It's smart goals. Yep. Right. Right. And it's very simple when you think about that. However, again, people don't hold themselves accountable to actually doing it. So, what I encourage people to do is, okay, if we're writing a goal or if we're, you know, doing a goal, 
write it out and make yourself physically. I'm talking pen and paper. Don't type it in your phone. Yeah. Pen and paper, physically write it out because now you are accountable to it. And if you write down smart, okay, which is specific, right? Measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. You write those down and then you put the things next to it. Yeah. It literally makes you force yourself into making the goal better for yourself. Yeah. Because all too often, again, we say, hey, I want to lose X amount of weight. And you might have a time, right? Yeah. You might think, all right, well, I'm going to lose, you know, for me, 50 pounds in a month. Well, okay, that's unrealistic. Sure. Right? right. All right. If I would have really thought about that and done a little research on, okay, well, what is possible here? I would have known that even doing it in a little over three months like I did, that's a stretch. Oh, yeah. And now going through that process, again, I didn't maintain that result sure. because it wasn't attainable, like big picture long term. It wasn't really realistic, but I stretched the limits and I got it done. Whereas if you write that goal down, okay, and you think, hey, specific, right? Measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely, sweet. You can start putting yourself in the right direction. Now, that's that's my baseline. If you haven't done that, start there. Then, you know, looking through that and thinking about the goal, why do you want to achieve that goal, mm-hmm. right? Because now that we have a goal, all right, again, it's going to be hard, no matter what the goal is, right? Yeah. Whether that's saving money, whether that's building your career, whether that's fitness, whatever it is. Okay, why? Now, we don't always need like the world's biggest why, right? Sure. And I think at times, you know, a lot of whys are, hey, I want to do it for my kids or my family, stuff like that. Well, when I started my, you know, personal development journey, I didn't even have a pet rock, right? I had no responsibilities, <laughs> like no dogs, no kids, no nothing, right? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like, all right, I'm by myself. So why? Well, I, I don't know. So to me, it became why not, mm-hmm. right? And you think about, okay, oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah, the underlying like idea of like, well, why not? Because I'm already in this position and if I'm not happy with it, well, what's the harm in at least trying something different? Yeah. Because I mean, it can't get much worse in that right. sense. Like, and if it does, cool, we can course correct it and go back the other way. So for me, it was, it was a why not, right? And then I started thinking, though, I was like, okay, well, what about my future family, right? And then that really started to connect with me. And yeah. that's why, like, still to this day, my alarm clock every single morning, it's one of two things. Will, the team is counting on you, or will, your future family is counting on you? Because it's what I see every single morning, and it helps me reinforce whatever my goals are at that time, mm-hmm. right? Because, again, then this is where it kind of ties together. I know I'm a little all over the board, but... My goals over time have changed, but for me, that underlying principle of why I do those things, that emotional connection to those goals, to pursuing my potential, to whatever that is, hasn't really changed a whole lot. It went from why not go for it to, okay, but in three, five, 10, whatever years, I'm going to want to be able to provide for my family. Sure. I'm yeah. going to want to be able to, you know, uh, be valuable when I'm needed to be valuable. So I got to start now. Yeah. And so, again, once we have those goals, think about why is that, right? And what I encourage people is not just, you know, take the first answer that pops in your head, mm-hmm. right? Because usually the first answer is just that. It's the answer. It's not yeah. the real reason. Sure. Right? right. It's like, oh, nope, that's easy. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. We got to peel it back and get exactly. the need behind the need there. You know, and you might, and there's books that talk about, hey, ask yourself why. I think it's five or seven times or whatever and just kind of continue. But the simple principle with that that we can all take away is, okay, ask yourself why and why at least a couple times mm-hmm. to really uncover, well, what is it that you want? Yeah. Because if you don't want it like truly, Okay, well, that's fine. 
But then we need to change the goal, right? Because I also think that in society, we think that we're supposed to want certain things. Yeah. We we think that we're supposed to do certain things. Yeah. But if it's not what we actually want to do, well, then we set this goal and we kind of go after it, but we don't really go after it. So we never really feel good doing it, but then we never achieve the goal. So then that makes us feel even worse. Sure. So yeah. then that lowers our confidence even more. And now we're in a worse place. So it's like, hey, set a goal. Again, baseline level, smart goal. Figure out why or in maybe why not. And then just work towards that incrementally and adjust if needed along the way. I absolutely love that. That's a great answer. I mean, you covered a lot of stuff there. Yeah, sir. I get long winded. No, I get excited. That, no, I get, was... I, you know, I get excited uh, talking about this because it's literally changed my life. Again, I, I went from... No confidence, no discipline, no like structure, no nothing to just, hey, all right, cool. I'm working through this. And that's why I truly believe anybody can do it. It is a process, though. That's really cool. So, Will, we know that if we can track things, then we can measure them. It's 2023, almost 24. There's a lot of tools out there. What are the tools out there that you've seen really help people not only set goals, but track these on a daily basis? You know, a couple different things. I mean, I think for us, you know, first form app, I mean, it's why it was created, right? Yeah. In the sense of, okay, nutrition, training, education, uh, your daily task, weekly task, all those things right there to get someone moving in, in the right direction. And so I think the nutrition is the foundation of really your health. Over, yeah. Well, not really. It is the, the foundation of your health overall. And so I would highly recommend that. Now, I would also recommend, okay, there are other apps that are out there you know, that people use. Those don't matter though. Well, no, but I mean, like if it helps people, like for sure. example, some of my, you know, really good friends and I'm drawing the blank on what it is, but it's a, uh, it's a streak counter for basic things that you can make whatever it is. So it's like answer all my emails or, you know, practice Spanish or whatever. It. And it's just an app that you can type in what it is and it makes you a little list. And every day that you hit it, right? Cool. It tells you what day streak that you're on for that specific, you know, habit, task, whatever that is. And it almost like, uh, for lack of better words, gamifies it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so again, I'm not like, hey, use whatever tools that are out there that help you move forward in whatever area that is towards your goal. Cool. That that works. But what doesn't work is just downloading a bunch of things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And never applying it. It's just like people that read a book or they read yeah. 10 pages or they read whatever. And then they don't apply anything. Well, yeah. now you just wasted your time. Absolutely. Right? So you're nowhere closer, yeah. but yet people do these things. And I did these things for a long time because it feels good because it feels like you're making progress, but it's artificial. You're not actually getting any better. So what I, again, it's like, yeah, there's a million tools in the world. I truly wholeheartedly have built my life around building the first form app to be the best that it can. And we have an incredible team of people. It is not me that has come up with every idea in there by, by any means. However, from a guiding principle standpoint, it's like, why the app? Well, the app brings together all of those yeah. foundational pillars For sure. in one spot to get people moving in the right direction. From there, there are a million other things to help support that, to improve that, to get more specific for what individuals want to do. Absolutely. Use them all. But from a nutrition standpoint, the education standpoint, really do feel that that's the best place to start. That's great. And I hope, I hope our listeners wrote some of that down around the first format because it really is a foundation. And we'll come back to that a little bit later and talk about our corporate wellness partnership with first form and how we can get you set up on the, that app as well. The two other tools I wanted you to touch on for just a minute, 
And, and these are two things that have been really impactful in my life over the last couple of years. And that's 75 hard and the power list. Yep. Can you talk about those two? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, power list was, you know, something that I started using. I can't say the very first day of work here, um, but I've been using it for years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the short version of the power list is it's very simple. It's five critical tasks that we must complete for that day to win our day. Okay. And the goal of that is to stack up as many wins as possible. Right. And when those critical tasks, right. So this is not like, oh, I want to, uh, you know, fold my laundry, right? Like that's a to-do list. A critical task is something that moves you in the direction of your goals and or the life that you want to live, right? So when we are getting started in fitness, a very popular thing is sticking to my nutrition plan, whatever that is, right? So whether that's hit my macros, whether that's stick to my meal plan, whatever it is, right? Cool, that can be a critical task, right? Other things can be if you're, building a career and you need to make X amount of sales calls or whatever. Cool. Yeah. And you're struggling to hit that. And you know, Hey, if I don't hit this, it's going to be hard for me to hit my number, whatever it is. Okay, cool. Put that down as a critical task. Yeah. Right. And so it's not a to-do list. It's not a, Oh, a wish list or, Oh, I think this would be nice. Mm-hmm. It is a critical task. And what I will tell you is again, to the idea of, you know, building momentum and, you know, again, people using other apps for those things of like, Hey, streaks and stuff like that. It, literally shows you when you write them down in a notebook, right? And that's the, that's the, the piece of this that is very important. You don't need a fancy notebook. You don't need some, you know, hundred dollar project or whatever. It is literally a notebook because as you go through those days and you can flip through the pages and see the W's, or if you lose the L's, you get a very quick snapshot of how you are doing. Can't hide from it. Can't hide from it. And when you are stacking up those W's, you can't help but feel more confident because you have earned it, right? Now, obviously, you could lie and you could say, yep, I did it, you know, but Ish, you really didn't. Yeah. But again, that's just going to put you further down yeah. uh, from where you want to be. So it's like when you're honest with yourself, okay? And again, why I like that more than I like streaks is because that's real life. You're not going to win every single day of your life. Again, back to the idea of expectation versus reality. For me, the streaks, I... The only streak that I've really kept going right now is 10K steps a day because me and my fiance are very competitive. And, you know, we're like 296 days in, you know, winners win. I'm I'm competitive on that one. However, the rest of them, you know, when you think about that, you're not going to win every single day. But if you can win most days, right, and maybe in the beginning, it's just, hey, I'm winning more than 50 percent. Cool. It builds momentum and builds confidence because you are earning that on a daily basis. Now. 75 hard, uh, is a, a mental toughness program, uh, that Andy actually started, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago at this point. And it has its own unique power list, right? So that's mm-hmm. what people sometimes don't, don't get. It's yeah. like, Oh, that is actually uh-huh. a power list. Yeah, it's embedded in there. Yeah. It totally. is. It is literally, it gives you the power list for that program. Okay. Now that program is not a weight loss program. It's not, uh, you know, a fitness program. It is a mental toughness, build confidence program. That is very, very hard, right? Granted, the name 75 hard, but it's very simple as well, right? It is, you know, hey, drinking a gallon of water. And this is where people are like, oh, I don't want to drink a gallon of water. Nope, that's not the program. Drink a gallon of water. Okay. It is none of this is negotiable. Yeah. And that's the thing is like you are committing to that. And, you know, then it is two workouts, two 45 minute workouts. One of them has to be outdoors, not in your garage, 100% outdoors. Doesn't matter the weather, right? Okay, sweet. Uh, follow a nutrition plan. And Will, on that real quick, one of those workouts, if you're just starting out, 
it can be go walk 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, because I did 75 hard. We can talk about that if you want. It's like, yeah, on my quote unquote rest days, it was two 45 minute walks. Now, this is not a leisurely walk where, you know, it's like two miles an hour and I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, looking at the roses and stuff yeah. like that. Like I'm walking with a purpose, yeah. right? Okay. And again, it, it helps you build a focus and intent and things like that, which we can dive into. But it's read 10 pages a day. A, a day. Again, personal development, right? Yeah. Reading 10 pages, not a whole book, right? Read 10 pages a day. Uh, follow a nutrition plan. I hit on that, but I want to come back to it because, again, there's a lot of ways that you can do nutrition, mm -hmm. right? Follow a nutrition plan. If you want to do keto, you want to do low carb, you want to do macros, you want to eat the same thing every single day. I don't recommend it, but you could do it, right? Like follow a nutrition plan and move forward from there. So, and then the, the last thing is the thing that actually most people forget, which again teaches us attention to details, is take a progress photo, yeah. right? Every single day. Uh, because one, you have to take that in the mirror. Right. Or you have to look at it uh, if someone takes it for you and you see it every single day. Right. Yeah. And to me, that, again, helps with the accountability, because it, while it's not a fitness program, while it's not like, hey, I'm trying to get in the best shape of my life because it is a mental toughness program. One, attention to the detail and not forgetting those small things that we tend to do where it's like, ah, it's not that big of a deal doing it. But also when you do see yourself every single day, it's like, all right, I can do better. Or at least that's how I see yeah. it, you know, and it's like, all right, I can do better. And it just motivates me. To be like, all right, well, I'm going to win today. I'm going to win today. And then I'm going to see how my body changes. And again, you know, over that time of hitting that power list inside of that particular program. Yeah, that's great. And I would say out of all of it, including giving up alcohol for those 75 oh, yeah, days. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot like that. Minor, I forgot that's in minor yeah. detail. Yep. But I thought that would have been the most difficult one for me. But the progress picture was super uncomfortable for me. Yep. And I will tell you that is. I'm so glad that's part of it because you look at the, and again, it's mental toughness, but you know, the physical is just a great byproduct. And day one was one body type day 75 was completely different. And, and so that's the thing people can see and it's mm -hmm. great to be able to see it. But when I look at that picture, I look at the transformation of my mind that the body just represents because mm -hmm. that was much further as a result of the program. I'm with you on that. And I also, I would say that's why uh, I think very similar to someone that is on a fitness journey, right? Like we mm -hmm. might get started for the physical benefits of like, oh, I want to look better. I want to feel better. However, right? Like when you're uh, making better choices, right? When you're staying committed to what it is that you told yourself you're going to do, like you mentioned earlier, you know, words are just words, but when you're taking the actions to support it, it's like, that's really where that mental confidence and toughness. And I'll even say like energy comes from. Because yeah. it's motivating. You're motivating yeah. yourself. You're building momentum in your life yeah. because you're following through on what it is that you said that you were going to do. There's no doubt about it. When you're keeping your promises to yourself, and I think that's why this is such a timely podcast, because many people are setting those goals. And keep them realistic. Make them important to you. And keep those promises to yourself. Is really, we all deserve it. Mm -hmm. Everyone listening deserves it. Society's going to Tell us it's okay to not live up to those to ourselves. It's not. We each deserve it. Yeah. And, and, you know, something I think you also learn along the journey is like, you know, everyone has to make those decisions for themselves. You know, that's also uh, like, hey, look, I don't look down or judge or anything of any individual that doesn't live a life similar to mine. Right. I don't care. That's their yep. decision. Totally. I'm like, it, I will do whatever I can to help people in any way, shape or form. You know, and that's a tough thing because especially again in the beginning of my journey where it's like, man, like 
my family's overweight. Like, ah, I'm trying to like yeah. break away from sure. the norm here, you yeah. know? And it's like, okay, like that's their decisions. That's their choices, you know, but I need to do what feels right for me. Right. And that's, that's a hard lesson to learn. So uh, again, I just encourage people to at least work through that and figure out, okay, well, what do you want? Not what you think you're supposed to want, not what society tells you that you want, but what do you want? And then just work towards it. I love it. Out of everything you shared, I mean, you just absolutely nailed it right there. That's great. Yeah. So, Will, as we're wrapping up here, what are your closing thoughts and guidance to the Green Up community? Okay, so I'm I'm of the camp to kind of reference earlier where it's hey, go all in or you know one one thing. I'm of the camp of one thing, right? And why that is is because it allows you to build that momentum. And again, whether we're talking about health and fitness, whether we're talking about saving money, whether we're talking about building your career, whatever it is, what can you do today? What's one thing that you can do today to set yourself up for success? Now, notice I did not say what's one thing you can add in, because I think this is another time Mm -hmm. where people psych themselves out Mm -hmm. on the journey because they think, oh my God, I don't have any time. How could I add anything else in? Well, maybe we don't need to add anything in. Okay, maybe you're similar to I was and you need to stop doing things. Yeah, for sure. Right? Maybe it's, all right, I don't need to add all of this extra stuff in. I just need to swap some time around. Yeah. And instead of, you know, for me, it was instead of watching movies, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, I'll tell you what, if there's a movie before 2013, I've probably seen it multiple times, right? I almost failed out of college. Between movies and, and Call of Duty. So hey, the good ones <laughs> are worth watching. That, that, that's times. what I'm saying, right? But- I spent so much time doing things like that, that of course it made it difficult, quote unquote, or I didn't have time, quote unquote, to go work out or to do things or to meal prep or to whatever, because I was choosing to spend that time other places, right? So one, I I do think a closing remark is start with one good decision at a time. And that's the, that's the key for me too. When I get off track or I feel like, man, you know what? I'm just, I just, you know, I'm losing it or whatever. It's like, okay, well, just make one good decision and start with the one that's right in front of you, okay? Do the best that you can. You're not gonna be perfect, but do the best that you can. And then, you know, the second part of that, okay, so we're, you know, we're making one good decision at a time here is learning to say no. That goes along with stop doing some negative, you know, actions or some negative habits. But again, learn to say no because you have to say no so that you can say yes to yourself. Right. Because if you're always saying, you know, yes to everybody else, well, where does that leave time for you? Yeah. Right. And that's what I was. I'm a people pleaser by nature. Like I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I'm a pleaser. I want to do the best that I can. However, if I cannot learn the skill of saying no, well, then I can never say yes, which then again, if I don't say yes to myself, I can't take actions towards my goals. And if I'm not taking actions towards my goals, well, then that's where stress builds up, anxiety still builds up because that's the difference between expectation and reality, right? Now I'm now lying to myself of what I said that I was going to do, which doesn't feel good. That erodes confidence rather than builds it, which then I get frustrated. And then I become resentful to the people that I said yes to, yep. right? And then you're like, God, I don't even want to go to this person's birthday party. Totally. Yep. And then you just have like undermined the whole process because you didn't have the ability to say no to begin with. So now you're going to a party, you're going to an event, you're doing something that you don't even want to do. You're in a bad mood while you're there. 
So that negatively affects your relationships as it is. And now it's just a landslide of events in the negative direction. Whereas if, okay, you say no to those things, but then when you do say yes, you show up, you're in a positive attitude because it was your choice. It wasn't that you felt forced to be there, but you want to be there. Cool. Well, now you can enjoy that time. It can actually be recharging. You can actually strengthen those relationships while also knowing that you've been working towards your goals. And both of those things start building confidence in your life. And then so for me, you know, closing remarks again, because I think that's transferable to health, to fitness, to wealth, to all things in our life. Okay. Is focusing on one good decision at a time and learning to say no. So therefore you can say yes to the things that you want most in life. And society tries to paint you as negative. If you're taking care of you, you're yeah. selfish, you're self-indulged. But if you don't take care of you, if we don't take care of ourselves, we cannot be the best version of ourselves to give our loved ones the best that we have. True. So I think I think that's really important, Will. And as I mentioned earlier, you are an incredible person to follow on social media. Your one education, but just your energy is absolutely fantastic. So where can people follow you? And who else from First Form would be great from an energy and psychology standpoint for people to follow. Okay. Yeah. Well, pretty, pretty simple for me. It is Will Grumke, uh, just all smashed together, primarily on IG, uh, working to get my YouTube going again. After the first of the year, I'll, I'll start that back up, but fell the last name, just G R U M K E. And that's where I, you know, I post pretty much daily on there, a couple different posts throughout the week. Uh, but I mean, I post on my story daily there and a couple posts throughout the week, and then I'll get the YouTube going here shortly. And then outside of that, you know, I, I do think, especially for someone, you know, that is older, you know, than me, 10 years older is Sal Frisella, the president of first form. He is someone that's been a personal role model for me, especially, you know, watching him grow his career before kids. And then yeah. now looking at how he has continued to grow his career and opportunities for all of us here with kids, because I can also say that in, you know, 10 years of helping individuals, family, kids can be an excuse at times. For sure. It can be a very valid reason at times. And and I reasons, both. Yeah, yeah, reasons and excuses are two yep. different things, right? For sure. So it can be reasons or at times it can be excuses. And I think he does a very, very good job of showing like how you can do it all. And so I would say, you know, to be a little bit outside of my normal, you know, demographic and age group and stuff is like, hey, that is a great individual to, uh, you know, to follow there. And then, you know, thinking through on like the the female side of things, okay, we have a ton of of great advisors, great females that work here with kids, without kids. And again, just, okay, who do people connect with, right? I would look at uh, someone like Meg LaFerla, Elena Lucas, Jenny Young, just to name a few right off the top of my head, because those are three different types of individuals yeah. uh, at different stages of where they're at in their life. Yeah. And again, it's it's follow people that you connect with. Again, they don't have to be identical to you, right? Because you can learn a lot from people that are older, younger, you know, all different types of things. But I just always try to give a, a wide range of options because there's so many great individuals that have a good message. We just, you know, sometimes share it a little bit differently. And I think any of those would be really, really good places to start. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And I'm not a huge social media person because... I guess because of the negative out there, but it, it's a part of our life and it can be a really great and impactful part. And so I want to make sure we're bringing 
the good resources to feed our brain appropriately as well. Yep, absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing that. And so I am 100% confident that everyone enjoyed this information and is just better equipped to succeed this year. For our Green Up clients, I mentioned earlier, we are your partner in success for life, not just your financial wellness. So we want to invite you into our partnership with First Form, where they will give you the tools necessary to help you succeed on your health journey as well. These folks change lives daily with a personal advisor through the First Form app. Will and his team help people lose literally hundreds of pounds. I was just at First Form's headquarters last month with our wellness advisor, Jeremy Mullins, who our folks will work with. The stories of these people, it wasn't one or two people that lost <laughs> 150 pounds. I'm not, not exaggerating 150. It's Lee 150 and John 150 uh-huh. and this person 150. And I'm like, whoa, where's my 100? I only lost 45. Yeah. yeah a hey. slacker. Right. And like the stories are incredible. So I absolutely fully believe that the, your team and the app can certainly help. So we are absolutely going to put our money where our mouth is. For all of our Green Up clients, if you contact your Green Up Wealth Advisor or you contact me directly, we will get you set up on First Form's app. We will pay for that because, again, we want to be your partner to live a better life. And so that's our commitment to uh, our Green Up community as well. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You know, and it'll be an honor to to help anybody that takes you up on that. And and one thing I will say is, yeah, we have a ton of, you know, significant weight loss, obviously losses. However, I will tell you, whatever your goals are, we have individuals, we have experts, we have dietitians, we have personal trainers, we have people that can support you with it, you know, because it's like, hey, maybe you don't have a hundred pounds to lose. Okay, cool. Maybe you want to put on muscle, right? Maybe you're, um, you know, like, cause I have a cousin who's very undersized and like he struggled for a long time with building muscle. Cool. We can help you with that. Again, maybe you just want to have better energy levels. Sweet. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how food plays a role in that and water and hydration, electrolytes, and let's get you feeling better. Like, you know, so, uh, as, as incredible as those, you know, bigger stories are, and I am, I am personally biased because growing up overweight, like I love it. You know, the best part is, is that it doesn't matter how someone works out, right? You want to do, you know, regular weightlifting, you want to run, you want to CrossFit, you want to do whatever. Cool. We can help you, you know, and again, whether you have dietary restrictions or not, we can help you. No matter what the goal is, we can help you. Not only that, it's going to transcend because it's going to be a total wellness of helping folks consume better information with books and things, spirituality. It's cool. It all just comes together so nicely. Well, Thank you so much for joining us today. You always bring so much positive energy, leadership, and just modeling a good life to the world every day. So I just want to thank you personally for the impact you're having on people just daily. Thank you, Tony. So on behalf of Will and the entire team at Green Up Wealth Management, I'm Tony Schmidt. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful 24. And remember, it's your choice. You can accomplish anything you want. Just set your goals, execute one foot in front of the other. And I know there's at least one person in your life that would benefit from sharing this podcast. So please take a second, share the podcast, and help make someone else's 24 a little better too. Green Up Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor, and the opinions expressed are our own. 
All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. 